Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome back. So excited to have you here at Ancient Roots Modern Paths. This podcast is really designed to help seekers, students, devotees of the Orisha Ifa tradition to maybe find your footing, maybe have a conversation that you've never had before and you've always wondered about a few things. But it's also going to, as we go along, also take opportunities to share more so that you as a student, seeker, devotee, that you're able to begin to really orient yourself to this beautiful, beautiful tradition. The last few episodes I've been talking about, I guess I would call it the foundational aspects. And this is before you, you know, may participate in ritual, before you, you know, maybe before you learn how to chant, maybe before you learn how to give an offering to an orisha. It's important, I believe, and this really comes out of my own journey and my own process and listening to other people, um, elders, as well as people who are new to the tradition. It's important to kind of lay the groundwork to help you as, you know, someone who's seeking to help you know where, what kinds of questions you might need to ask as you go along, or if you're in an, a situation that maybe doesn't feel quite right to you, to be able to know the questions you may need to ask yourself, most importantly, in order to really ensure that you are fully aligned with what your ori has in store for you with regard to potentially becoming a practitioner of this tradition, a devotee of this tradition, or even fully a fully initiate to the tradition. And so I've talked about, you know, my journey a bit, what you might want to think about for your own journey. I've talked about the things you want to look for in a spiritual home. And, you know, again, this is my experience. It's the experience of me listening and watching um, over the years, for many years now, since the 90s, uh, you know, watching a lot of the stuff that can go on and you know, the difficulties that we can have trying to find a, a proper spiritual home. Um, what does it mean to be part of a healthy spiritual community? Um, what does it mean to make commitment to your own your own personal growth and development through this tradition? Today I want to talk about um, something that I think is, is also important, and that is, <laughs> that's confusion. Now, confusion from my lens can mean a lot of things. I'll share a little bit about my own journey and a journey that I don't think is that unusual. Because many of us here in the diaspora on the western side of the world, we have not grown up in the Yoruba culture. We did not grow up speaking Yoruba. We did not grow up, you know, eating particular foods that were identified with particular Orisha or celebrating on Osei days, which are the worship days for, um, for various Orisha that because we didn't have some of those experiences and as the tradition made its way, I mean, 
several hundred years ago, over 500 years ago, around 500 years ago, the tradition made its way to the Western Hemisphere through the transatlantic slave trade in the Middle Passage. And the power and genius of our ancestors, they were able to maintain it, its integrity, for the most part here. But there was also things called synchronism, where the dominant Christian religion or Catholic traditions um, also were layered in and layered over the tradition, again, as it is as it is um, experienced here in the Western Hemisphere. And now, fast forward to 2023, there's a lot more access we can have to the internet. I mean, the internet has, and social media have done a lot of things, a lot of things pretty amazing and a lot of things pretty destructive. But I'm going to talk about the more amazing aspect of it. Because of social media, there are TikTok videos that you can see now of elders in the tradition in Nigeria who are doing certain practices. Those same folks can also reach out to you potentially, or you can reach out to them and learn more. And that interplay and inner exchange of an access, honestly, has created confusion for some people. Well, it's created confusion for a lot of people. And the source of that confusion, in my opinion, is because many of us have had kind of a hodgepodge learning experience. Um, for me, 20 some years ago, uh, my first, my kind of my formal introduction uh, was in a Lokumi house. So I was there for maybe a year. I really just came to study, to learn, because I didn't have any other things. But you know, I learned and saw things in that environment. I saw exclusionary practices. I thought I saw inclusionary practices. I saw a lot of different things. But as I've gone on, I've been involved with um, folks who were here, um, African Americans, Black Americans who were here, who went to Nigeria to particular lineages where, again, there were, you know, women can't do this or that's not available to you, or that's secret, or those. And there are things that are sacred and um, and are not available. It's like, we don't give three-year-olds a car to drive, nor do we give a 16-year-old, if we're in our right minds, we do not give a 16-year-old a Maserati, because the power of it is so overwhelming that you know a little three-year-old or a 16-year-old don't have the experience and knowledge and wisdom, frankly, to manage each of those vehicles. So yes, there are aspects of this tradition that are secret, um, that are sacred, and that are limited, or cons- there are constraints around it in terms of you know, your own growth and development. But let me get back to confusion. The confusion that I have seen, which has then given birth to lots of arguments, unfortunately, is the my my lineage is better than your lineage which creates confusion for people who are trying to learn there's also confusion created when we start blending multiple different traditions so for example if i'm someone who is a devotee of a wicca tradition and then i i'm infatuated with oshun and then i pick up some aspects of oshun and then maybe i'm part of a comedic um, endeavor but i grew up as a christian and imagine all four of those different spiritual practices and tradition coming together that creates confusion because what i've seen is that people will speak with tremendous authority from their experience which i do as well um, but 
they don't often separate it and say, like, this particular aspect of what I'm sharing with you comes from my understanding of Wicca and how I can see its to, connection to Oshun, the Orisha Oshun, and then the influence of how I sing songs because I grew up in a Baptist church, Black Baptist church. So that can create confusion for people. And why, see, you might be asking me, yeah, why are you talking about confusion? Because I, I don't want people to continue to be confused and then to feel like they don't, that they can't be part of this tradition or that they feel that there's confusion and they actually withdraw completely from the tradition. Now, I am speaking about my own experience in this path, in this tradition. Um, I've been told all kinds of things. Um, I was at one point told that I was never, that there was, I was never part of any priesthood. I was never supposed to be part of any priesthood. And um, I, I accepted it. I was, because I wasn't running around looking to be part of a priesthood. But later when I found my elder um, in Nigeria, that, that Ifa confirmed that I am. I am on the path. I am to be a Ianifa. I am to be a community priest. There's all these things, right? But I was completely confused because when someone of authority tells you, you are not supposed to have this experience, you, have, you are not to be that, whatever that is, then, you know, we take that on or we resist it, we fight it, whatever. But it creates a lot of confusion. And I... I just want, I would love for there to be more clarity for people, but I know that that also is not possible because we still have multiple different lineages who, who teach in, in slightly different ways. Or we have Babalao or Uluo or Yanifa who do not teach. They just show, right? They just, they go, they do rituals, what have you. We may have others that teach and then people get upset because they're considered more scholastic or academic. And it just creates a lot of confusion and a lot of um, disruption, frankly. But what I want, uh, what I would love for you, if you are seeking this path, if you are seeking to be a devotee, is to understand that some of this confusion is normal. And I'm saying that in air quotes. It's normal because of the various lineages, because the history um, that is surrounding the Middle Passage and the transatlantic slave trade, which brought African peoples to this side of the world, to the Western Hemisphere, the synchronism, which is the melding together, melding together of Catholicism and Christianity and these African, traditional African beliefs. And then you have all the other stuff that comes along with being human. But I alert. I want to, I guess, alert you or, or have you remember or think about that confusion, whenever you're feeling confused or whenever you feel a level of conflict, I want to invite you to, to really explore it and, and get inside of what's happening. Do I feel like there's confusion or conflict because someone is saying something that goes against something that I was told somewhere else? There's a lot of that that does happen. And then you have to start to, I think, trust your own intuition, trust your ori. You know, I stepped away from the tradition for many years because I had a very, very, very tough, very challenging experience with a babalao. 
and it impacted a number of people. Um, but because of that, it created so much confusion and so much disconnection that many of us um, took a step back from the tradition for years, and it really left a lot of scars. And so I'm always very cognizant of that when I'm teaching. I'm very cognizant to say that I can only stand now in the lineage that I have been a part of uh, for the last um, almost 10 years now, that I can only speak about the things that I know, and I can only share and how I will usually say this is that in my lineage, in the lineage that I am a part of, in the lineage that I teach from, these are the things that we do. It does not mean that the things that you have learned somewhere else are wrong, but sometimes I will I will highlight, and I'm not sure if that is part of African and, and African spiritual tradition because we have Wudan, we have lots of different traditions and often people might be led to kind of incorporate all of these different traditions. And if that is the case, then that also has to be your path, right? I, um, at, at, at where I am, I am satisfied with really going deep and learning as much as I can about the uh, Orisha Ifa tradition from my lineage, the Akiyawande lineage, because I feel like if I, you know, if I zoom over here and start doing Vudan, I'm not called to do Vudan. Maybe I should say it that way. I am not called to do Vudan, to participate in that. That is not my path. My path, my Ori, has led me to where I am, which is the Isheshe Lagba tradition um, as it is practiced in um, Abiyokuta. And so, uh, confusion. So I, I want to just share that confusion is, it happens. I would invite you to trust your ori. If something feels very off, maybe you have elders that you can just inquire to. Maybe you have, uh, maybe there's something you're reading that you can inquire about. You know, be mindful. Is it, you know, is this coming? Is our people, have the people been trained in a Lukumi path? Because there are some very specific things about the Lukumi path. Have they been trained in another path in the Caribbean? Be very clear about that. Ask questions where you can. Um, but the, the confusion is part of this, unfortunately. If you are fortunate and blessed to have a found uh, a Babalao, Yanifa, and a Luo uh, who is teaching you constantly so you feel like you are growing and evolving then that is the most amazing and fabulous thing. That is not everyone's experience. I'd probably say it's a lot of folks that don't have that experience. And, you know, our Ori's will also sometimes take us to different places. But I wanted to just share that, um, that when you feel confused, don't feel like there's something wrong with you. There's not. If you feel confused about, you know, things you're being told, Take a step back and start to get clear or ask questions. If you ask questions and you are told that you can't know that, that's an opportunity for you to, to pause, to breathe, and to start to get underneath what's going on. There are some things that you, you can't know because of wherever you are in your path, right? Again, going back to my analogy of we're not going to give a 16-year-old a Maserati and the 16-year-old just got her license. We're not going to do that. We're not going to give a three-year-old 
you know, a, a nice vehicle to drive because they don't have the understanding. They haven't had the experience or the exposure. And so the same thing, as you go through this path, if you find yourself being confused, ask questions. If your questions are shut down, and if you're like literally shut down, if you are made to feel uncomfortable, or if you're demeaned in any way, or anything like that, take a step back and just reflect and get clear on what's going on. Observe. You know, sometimes it's important to just observe and to take in what you see around you. I hope you found this helpful. Again, these are just aspects of my path that I've seen, the path of some of my elders that I've seen. And I want to just um, encourage you to, um, to continue to trust yourself, to develop that aspect of yourself, to trust in you and trust that when things don't feel right, that you have the autonomy, the authority, the responsibility to check in with yourself uh, and, and do that work until you're clear and comfortable and confident in whatever the path is that you're on. I pray that you've enjoyed this podcast and make sure you share it with a friend. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.